When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. The old gang is back and as I interview Neil about the latest team developments and manager quotes ahead of game week four. Neil, how are you? I'm alright Joe, yeah. Long time no see. Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm a bit unkempt. I think you can tell how stressful a Friday is um, basically by my appearance is, on the press yeah, conference video. Quite, you, yes. feel, you feel quite shadowy. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like a shadowy figure emerging from the press conferences. I've got a tattered old shirt on. I've got my hair's not brushed. Um, I haven't had a shower. <laughs> it's, well, uh, it's one of those days. Luckily, we have no smell vision here. Just uh, <laughs> pure visuals and sound. Um, so, well let's, well, let's just crack on, shall we? Um, so, as we're both journalists, we're going to go for the headline first. Not, not alphabetical, not in order of the matches. And what is the big story? Who is the big player that everyone's talking about? It's of course Ronaldo. So I put up a I put up a slide of um, what Ronaldo was saying yesterday, and then you can tell me what Solskjaer has been saying today. So Ronaldo said, "I will be prepared." I'm not going to do his accent. I will be prepared. I'm going to make pressure to Oli now to start in the eleven. Then he laughs. I'm ready to go! Exclamation mark. But does he start in game week four? So what does Solskjaer say? Well, the standout line, which is the one we tweeted earlier, was um, that he'll definitely be on the pitch at some point, that's for sure. Now, I don't know what we would expect from Solskjaer, because that is just vintage Oli. It's exactly what he says every week about any player we're interested in, neither confirming nor denying uh, a player's availability or chances of starting. Um, he did he did go on to say a few things beyond that. He said he'd had a good pre-season with Juve, that he'd been playing for the national team, that he'd had a good week with United, of course, he's, he returned a bit earlier than anticipated. He was going to be playing for Portugal in Azerbaijan, I believe, originally mm-hmm. on Tuesday, but was suspended for that match. He returned early. I think he still had some quarantine time within that, just five days. But um, I think from Monday or Tuesday, he was back in, back in training with United. So he's had a bit longer than perhaps we thought we, we would have um, at the beginning of this international break. Um, so, yeah... <laughs> He was never going to tell us where he was going to start. So I don't know what we were expecting, but um, so he's fit. He's I, ready to I go. had house originally. I think um, I, I, based on what he did with Varane, based on what mm-hmm. he did with Sancho, he's sort of gradual integration into the team. Um, and having thought he would return fairly late in the week from Azerbaijan, I, I thought that would maybe point more towards the bench. But um, it's maybe looking increasingly likely that that's not the case. I've still yet to make a decision on the team news. That'll be one of the last things to do, try and gather as much information as I can. But um, uh, he is such a a unique phenomenon. I think even Solskjaer has kind of caught up behind this momentum of his Mm -hmm. return. Um, He's obviously, as I said, he's handled Varane and Sancho carefully, sort of gradually integrated them into the team. I guess Ronaldo is slightly different in that he's he's experienced with United before. He's this global megastar. megastar. They've obviously got problems up front as well. You know, the, the game against Southampton, um, 
and then Wills was was kind of testament to that, you know, relying on Greenwood. Marshall's are doing the business. Cavani's not match fit, so um, I've yet to make a call out in the team news. My team news will be my final answer. Okay. Uh, to quote, who wants to be a millionaire? Terms, but um, my initial suspicion that he might be on the bench is 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 wavering now. So, do you think he will start at the moment? Not not hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ask it straight up. Do did you, you listen, think? Did you listen at, to a word? I, <laughs> I have, I have, and I'm and I'm ignoring it all. I'm saying, do you think yeah. he will start? <laughs> Joe Joe Paxman here. Yeah. Uh, on uh, yeah. Um. My gut originally was no, and that's why I wasn't gonna I wasn't mm. gonna move for him, and I still don't think I am moving for him. I think it's just the fixtures are. So at the moment, I think possible bench impact sub. Um. But I have been known to change my mind in the past, okay. and I am allowed to change my mind once I've garnered enough information from forums and press sites. I will point out that we're recording this at three. Now, mm. all these press I didn't come live till 1.30. Ah. So I've yet to really delve into all the, the nitty-gritty from the presses. Um, so I, I will, yeah, as I say, my team news prediction, which will be later on today, will be my final answer okay. on that. So keep an eye um, out. Not that, that I know, and I'm in the know, not that I know anything that anybody else does. Um, perhaps there's some non-owner bias entering mm. into my thinking. Uh, uh, well, but... I mean, I'm an owner bias. Okay, so I'm, I'm here to, 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 to will will you to say he'll start. But also, yeah. I, I wonder if, because um, the comments that he made yesterday about, you know, I'll put you know pressure on um, uh, Solskjaer to, to start. And obviously Solskjaer, I think he was asked quite, I don't know whether it was your take on it, but in the press conference, it was almost like he was being asked a leading question. And it was around... Is, is is Cristiano putting pressure on you? It was sort of leading to a sort of, you know, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's in charge, not you, mate. Yeah. And yeah. and his his reaction was very much, well, you know, I'm still the boss. He might start, he might not. Obviously, I want him yeah. to come on. Do you think he was answering that and then Ronaldo will actually start? Or am I am I reading too much into that as an owner? I, I just think this was classic Solskjaer. I just think this is him. He's never given anything away. You know, he's, he's even deliberately gone out of his way to... to um... Uh, hoodwink us in the past by saying I think the here and, and Pogba weren't going to play and then lo and behold they, they're on the team sheet come Saturday Sunday so I don't think this was any sort of power power play by Solskjaer um, I think he knows he's not He's not. <laughs> I think he knows it's Ronaldo is above him in the pecking order I think he, <laughs> he, he can't stop that so um, I don't think he's I don't think he's the type I can't if it was Mourinho or someone like that you know some other ego then I could imagine him, him doing that but I don't think that's the case here. So possibly, um, unless we get any more information, and you know, judging by what you say in the team news a bit later, um, it might be advisable for owners to perhaps not captain him. Um, would you say that would be the case? Uh, <laughs> I'm here for the team news. I'm not here for no, I'm here to here quiz you on this. This is what I'm no, done. Let's, sort of... let's get the team news. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to answer for that. Let's... I'm, ga- I'm gauging the room. They all want to know yeah. um, about this. So, but yeah, it's tough. So, um, as is tradition um, on the team news, we obviously focus on Newcastle and Brighton as well. So, we'll come to um, Newcastle news in a sec. But is there anything else um, uh, personnel-wise at Manchester United we should be aware of? Yes, there is. Uh, Sancho's fine. He came back from England duty, or sort of rather pulled out with a, a minor problem, but he's, he's trained this week. Um, three players who are, are sort of near in a return, but I think still very much doubtful. Uh, Tellers, McTominay and Henderson. Tellers is definitely out. McTominay, Solskjaer was saying uh, his, I guess his involvement will 
partly hinge on whether Fred's allowed to play. Um, of course, he's one of the Brazil contingent who uh, didn't go to South America for the World Cup qualifiers. And now um, there's still, as we record this, there's still some uh, issues to be addressed. It looks like the sort of dominoes are falling up that they will be allowed to play because we've heard from, um, we'll discuss this in a second, the likes of Jimenez and Almiron yeah. are being allowed. So Brazil are kind of the last man standing almost. Um, and so we'll probably find out that by the time um, the deadline comes around tomorrow, I would have thought. Um, so maybe Fred will be allowed to play. Uh, aside from that, I think Rashford's still out, of course. Uh, Jones is still out, of course. And that might be it. I'll just have a double check now, but I think that's I think that's the uh, the bulk of it. Um, yeah, that's it. So. Um... If Ronaldo's not playing, uh, or indeed mm-hmm. playing, um, we think Greenwood will play either yep. if replace him, <laughs> or he'll be yep. on on the wing, on the right wing. Yep. Who's likely to play on the left? Do you think? Again, that kind of hinges on on, on Fred a bit because Pogba. We did see him shift back to that mm-hmm. double pivot um, last time. Um, he looks better on the wing. I have to say, he looks better as a not just from FBL terms, but I think he's he's more influential from there. Um, so Pogba is obviously one option on the left. Um, uh, right, uh, sorry, Sancho as well is an option. He's played on both flanks before. He's been past fit now, of course, as well. But yeah, I do. Th- Greenwood, I think, is is, is going to start. Um, I'll be more confident of that than anything. So, same with Bruno. Um, and then whoever plays on the left, I guess Sancho's okay. not really sort of taken taken light yet in terms of his, his United career. He's, he, again, he was gradually integrated in, and then got a start. Didn't sort of set the world on fire uh, in his first start. So Pop was obviously an option there on the left. Um, if if uh, if Solskjaer deems Sancho's you know um, more effective as a as a cameo sub later in the game, um, regarding the Manchester United defence, could be good news for them. Um, but obviously, um, on the flip side, bad news for Newcastle. So we've had an update on Wilson, haven't we, um, from Steve Bruce, and um, what's he been saying? Yeah, he's definitely out. He's our he's obviously our um, main goal threat to, yeah. to say the least. His his goal involvement stats last season were. I think in excess of 50%, which tells you how talismanic he is. He's out with five problems. Same with um, with Fraser. He's got an ankle, twisted ankle. Um, Shelby's still out, I believe, and Dubravka as well. We have got uh, Darlow back in training. He's, he's been suffering with COVID. He's now uh, in contention. Doesn't quite know, uh, Bruce doesn't quite know if he's ready for a start yet. Lane Green Illness. Um, uh, Hayden's been back in training as well. Um, I would expect him to come in because uh, our defence is, is rather frail at the moment. And um, Dummett hasn't been cited in training. He was he was nearing a comeback, but um, uh, small fry in terms of FPL terms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Wilson's obviously the main the main uh, not just a concern. He's definitely going to be absent. So it's probably okay. maximum plus one of Jolitton or Gill. Okay, interesting. Because um, I know there's lots of talk about um, the potential extra value for Luke Shaw. Um, if Ronaldo's back because yeah. um, lots of commentary on the way that he's been playing in recent years and how he needs crosses, good crosses to his head. <laughs> and Luke Shaw is um, could be a good candidate there for uh, those crosses and a clean sheet. Looking um, looking elsewhere, um, lots of people have been asking about Calvert-Lewin. Is Calvert-Lewin fit for Everton? So Everton played Burnley on Monday. Um, what has Rafa Benitez been saying about Calvert-Lewin's fitness and also the rest of the Everton squad? Yeah, we did. We did get um, some mention of him at least, which is which is good. It looked like I was watching this all the way through. 
before we came on air, and it looked like um, he was going to completely overlook him. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, one of the reporters who must have Calvert-Lewin in, in the fantasy team uh, did ask. Um, it wasn't about necessarily whether he was uh, available to play. Fortunately, we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that answer. But he was talking about his his um, his injury record to date this season. Now he has been playing through the pain barrier. We knew that already. He had this toe issue. Um, before the international break, that the the problem which led to him withdrawing from the England squad wasn't just that toe problem. It was a, a thigh strain, which he came off with in game week three. Um, now that wasn't addressed uh, specifically, but we have seen Calvert Lewin back in training. The Everton um, admin on Twitter put up a, a picture of Godfrey yesterday, and then in the background there's Calvert Lewin challenging for the ball. Mm. Um, but it is quote today. Um, addresses the fact that he hasn't been fully fit, that he's been making an effort to be on the pitch, that he's been training with pain, which is never a good a good quote, but um but he's been battling through and Benitez's comments suggest that he's you know he's happy to see him on the on the tra- on the pitch even when he's not fully fit and yeah. says he's expecting even more from him. So I, I don't think there's anything in that that suggests he's a doubt for Monday. No. Obviously with it being three days before the game there's stuff happening in the interim but um he's been playing with this tool problem Game X one three. There's no reason to suggest that he's he's not going to do the same again in Game X four. I guess the 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 worry was that was a thigh um, problem more than the toe thing. But he's been back in training, so okay. I can only assume that the muscular thing was was due to a lack of training. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you're going to get you more you're more at risk of, of picking up these sort of niggles during games if you haven't been training at full pelt. So um, uh, I mean, before the before the Brighton game, Benitez had sort of similar comments as well. He sort of Calvert Lewin's playing through pain and you know, and it was it was yeah. sort of it was leaving things open. But then obviously he came he came on he he was on for Brighton and, and scored. Um and so and I don't think that was really in doubt by by the weekend. And I think it sounds like a similar situation here. He's he's still got issues but he's probably gonna start and he'll probably do well. We can hope. Uh, Burnley. Let's not forget them. What do we think? Uh, what's, what's been what's been um, said? What has Dykes been saying before we you know go back to some of those Everton um, other players as well? But um, yeah, what about Burnley? Yeah. Do you think do you think they're primed to concede to Calvert Lewin? Yeah, they are. I think you probably know the, the stats as, as well mm. as me. You're um, uh, conceding a lot of headed chances, conceding a lot of, of set piece chances as well. Um, conceding a lot of chances from their right flank, which is good for Dinia, too. So uh, very, it's not what you expect of Bernie, would it? You, you know, you think of Tarkovsky and me, and yeah. would have been aerially dominant, but um, people are playing them at their own game, uh, playing hoofball against Bernie. So yeah, they, it's it's. I'm thinking of getting Calvert to win for this. Never mind, um, mm. uh, you know, his injury, his flag. Um, uh, Bernie's introduced is very very straightforward. Uh, they already had Long and Stevens out. New signing, um, uh, the Welsh. Uh, fullback Connor Roberts, who's mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's a long medium term injury, he's getting back there now. He's not too far away, but he's been out for three months. Um, Nathan Collins picked up a, a, a injury of the international break, but he's uh, already on the grass, and I think that's pretty much it. I think it's very um, low key for Bernie Maxwell, will call it as well. The, the new signing, new winger, he's got a dead leg, but Dice doesn't think it's serious, and he could be in line for his uh, debut probably as a sub. And uh, elsewhere, elsewhere amongst Everton's ranks, um, I was reading that. James Rodriguez is sort of back in training, back in the fold. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's back. He's back in training, but I think Benitez isn't going to call on upon upon him unless it's a a real U-turn. Um, I think he's he's just not one of his one of his favourites or his type of player really. Um, 
the Everton website even suggests he's, he's unlikely to feature on Monday because of that lack of match fitness. And Benitez said this afternoon that he is behind other players um, in, in terms of match prep. Uh, Godfrey and Mina are back in training. Um, Richarlison, whatever has decided with this Brazilian thing, um, looks to be able to play on Monday as well because he was... Uh, Everton are in Brazil's good books for letting him go to the Olympics and the Copa America and rather bizarrely um, while asking for sanctions for the rest of the Brazilian internationals who weren't allowed to go they were going to let Everton off as a kind of goodwill gesture yeah. so um, I think nice. he's going to feature regardless uh, I think Delph is only is only long, longish term one with a shoulder problem mm -hmm. Tom Davis is nearly back uh, and Benitez said they've only got two or three issues which hopefully means that Calvert-Lewin isn't among them Okay. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned about um, sort of international break, regulations, club v country, um, that, that sort of thing issue has been rumbling on um, for different de different degrees and for different reasons for, for a lot of other teams. So um, let's, let's have a look at Liverpool because um, players like Alisson, Firmino, um, there are issues there. They were called up by Brazil, didn't go, got this right, they didn't go, so therefore they're they were going to invoke some sort of regulation where they couldn't play. So um, what's the latest with Liverpool and particularly for us Jota owners in mind? Well, whatever the decision is with, with Brazil players, Firmino is out of this weekend's game at Leeds. He's injured. So um, whether or not the Brazil fellas are sanctioned to play, then it's not going to make a, a, a bit of difference to him because he's, he's sidelined. So Jota is obviously usually mm. going to start alongside Salah and Mane. Um, back four, you think probably picks itself as well. It's in the middle of the park where they've got problems or rather decisions to make. Especially if Fabinho was out with um, with this Brazil lark. Um, Milner still not quite match fit. Um, Elliot Elliot is fit. He was uh, he returned from England under twenty one duty with a problem, but he's fine. Same with Van Dijk, he's okay as well. He came off with a knock uh, for the Netherlands, but Klopp's passed him fit this morning. Um, They've got a couple of those Minaminos, uh, pick up a, a muscle problem, Nico Williams as well, sort of peripheral players. They're the only casualties in the international break, really. Um, so uh, it's, yeah, I guess the late call is going to be on Alisson and Fabinho to do okay. fit Brazilians. Um, if they don't play, then obviously Keller comes in and goal, you'd think, and then um, maybe Henderson shifts that number six role with, with like Thiago or Keita coming in. Um, Leeds have a similar issue, uh, particularly with Rafina. Um, so yeah, mm. is uh, is, is Rafina going to play? Have we had any indication yet? Yeah, this was one of the last things I I watched actually was the Bielsa presser. Um, I think he's in the, in the same boat as the rest of them. Really, he's not quite sure. Um, he let me just find the quote here. Uh, he says then this. I mean, obviously, this has been through a translator, so uh, it's making not quite a lot of sense, but. Uh, I think the gist was that it hasn't affected Bielsa's preparations for the game or ability to prepare for the game. Uh, and the position on whether he plays will depend on what the club tells him. Um, I think if he's, obviously, if he's given the green light to do so, he starts. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. um, it's not it's not like there's a match fitness since he would play here. It's just, it's just whether you're, you're allowed to or you're not. And yeah. they have got Dan James in. He is fit. Uh, he's available for selection. And Bielsa said he can play on both flanks. Um, and obviously, if Rafinha does miss out, then James is, an, is, a, is a likely uh, deputy because he has played on both the left and the right for United and for Wales. Um, and uh, he's obviously longer term competition for probably more for Harrison okay. you know, on the left. 
Any any other issues around Leeds? Um, it, it, it's a particular note, really, because people might be backing um, Liverpool assets, attacking assets for the captaincy, like Salah. Um, so, uh, yeah, any other issues with Leeds? Um, I'll, I'll have to look into this. I think Robin Robin Cox uh, out, mm. um, but that's he was out early in game week three. Um, I think the three lads who were, um, or two of them had COVID issues, uh, Click and Furpo are fine. Dallas came home with a, a personal problem from uh, Northern Ireland duty, but he's he's okay as well. I think so. I, I don't think they've got any any um, lingering issues beyond that. Okay. Um, let's. I mean, on the same sort of theme around international issues, um, they've affected Villa, and so this before we come to um, Lukaku's availability in Chelsea, they of course face Villa, um, who could be without some key players, um, particularly uh, Martinez and Wendia. So, what's the latest there? They, I'm, I'm presuming they're still they're still not going to play this weekend. Yeah, these are definitely out. While there's doubt with the Brazil. Internationals, uh, we know for certain that Martinez and Buendia will not be allowed to play because they did go on international duty with Argentina and they have to observe a 10-day quarantine period They're in Croatia, I believe, at the moment, which is a nice place in the world. I've been mm. myself. Why are they in and Croatia? they'll be back for game. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> just seems so know. random. I tried, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to try and find that out. I didn't get around to it. Um, I, there must be a reason for that. Is that mm. like some kind of holding, uh, holding Villa, pattern? That, that Villa thing? secret training camp. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted all of it. Yeah, but it's, um, just on the holidays. Yeah, uh, but they're, yeah, they're definitely they'll be back for game week five. There was some question over whether they may miss um, uh, that that one as well, but no, they'll be back for that. Um, there's some good news elsewhere for Villa, and mm-hmm. uh, they've got a lot of players back. They've got obviously Watkins came back as a sub in game week three, but they've also got Bailey back, uh, Triori, and McGinn and Ramsey. They're over their their COVID problems as well. Um, I think there's one other person I've, I've omitted to mention uh, whose name eludes me at the moment, but. And they've got a lot of players back. Um, whether or not we'll see Watkins and Ings together in this game week, I'm not entirely sure because I think the long-term plan is for some kind of 4-4-2. We saw that very briefly in pre-season and in the back end of game week three. Um, but obviously, away at Chelsea, do you go 4-4-2 against the, the European champions? Maybe not. Um, so they'll, they'll find a way of crowbarring them in or, or seeing them uh, as an impact sub again. But... Um, yeah, getting a lot of players back, which which obviously bodes well for for Ings, a, a better supply line in the in the form of uh, Bailey and Triore and Buendia will be back for game week five as well. But unfortunately, their fixtures are turning pretty dire at the moment, so I, I suspect many of us will be will be jumping off with our assets. Uh, we just had some um, uh, comments in the chat uh, from the likes of Omar and uh, Jin Valid, um, who's speculating why why Croatia to go back to Croatia. Um, it's apparently it's it's in it's in either green or amber. Um, so they don't have to quarantine when they come back, I presume. I see. And I see. Um, but there's probably some secret hideout, James Bond-style villain base for them there as well. <laughs> um, Villa are important, less their assets for us to get in, but more because they face Chelsea. And Lukaku in particular is is a key captaincy candidate. So let's have a look at um, Chelsea. What has been said by Tuchel about their assets? Yeah, Lukaku was fine. He, he, he seemed almost surprised that uh, Lukaku had a, a, a thigh problem. He said there's absolutely no problems there at all. Maybe he previously had them, but he's trained the last couple of days without any without any issue. And he's okay. They have got two players out, um, mm-hmm. Kante and Pulisic. Kante are potentially back for the midweek Champions League game. Pulisic, 10 days out with an ankle uh, issue. Uh, apart from that, I think all good. Um, apart from, obviously, 
uh, Reese James' suspension and the, the lingering threat of, of um, Thiago not being able to play. But um, I think with every hour that passes, it seems that slightly likelier that the Brazil internationals will be allowed to, to feature. So that would, that would seem like Christensen. I haven't seen him mentioned. Um, he always, always used to be injured in the past, so I'm presuming he's, <laughs> he's fine. I've not seen anything to, no, to uh, suggest the alternative, yeah. That's good stuff. Do you need to do some kind of parenting duty? While we're uh, doing this, <laughs> is that coming through? No, no. Is well, yes, through? but but no, in, in, in a good way, you know. It's good to good to hear kids. Um, and uh, do you need to do that? I just need to check. No, he's he's been seen to. He's just oh, right. very loud. Oh, okay. He's found out. He's found. He, he's found out the Wilson news. He had him as his captain. Oh really? Yeah. That can, that can set people off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. See, it's, it's one of the things, isn't it? It's either you know nappy change feeding or. Newcastle striker not being available. Lots of people in the chat are son owners. I, I was, I'm no longer. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a bit concerned. Um, they play Palace. Um, good fixture for the likes of Kane and yep. Son. But will Son be fit? What's what's the news there from uh, Spurs? It doesn't look great. Um, it, it's still kind of up in the air. We're waiting for... Um, some kind of more concrete prognosis on Sun. But we have had a quote from Nuno this afternoon. He said that Sonny is not so well. Um, and then when asked if it's a long-term thing or a medium-term thing, he said, let's wait and see. The doctors will make a proper diagnosis. He did say that um, he's waiting for the club to make an announcement as well. So that doesn't sound good, that does it? If mm. Tottenham put out a, an announcement, that tends to be bad news on Sun. And I, there is significant doubt about a mystery again, obviously based on those quotes. Nuno is a bit of a shadowy character. He doesn't... No. It doesn't give us much concrete to go off, um, but based on that, I think um, it doesn't it doesn't sound great this weekend. I think the flag's kind of at a um, uh, halfway house, fifty percent at the moment. I think which while we weigh everything up and mm. see if we can get more more information out of Spurs. But um, I didn't see him in any training ground photos. Uh, he came back from from South Korea with a calf problem, and um, I'd be preparing for life without him. I think if you're if you're an owner, okay. certainly given it's a it's a lunchtime kick off tomorrow. It is a good fixture. Um, Kane. Um... I would say nailed on to start. Um, who is likely to try and assist him um, if Son isn't around? Well, um, the season started with with Son, Bergwijn, and Lucas, and, and Lucas uh, was the fall guy when Kane mm. came in and gave me three. So you think he's he's got the um, uh, sort of the, the the brownie points to to okay. step in. But we have seen um, a Brian Agil or Jill, I'm not sure okay. how you pronounce it, perform very well in the Conference League. He, he looks like uh, looks like a bit of a Star in the making, so I do think probably Lucas is is the the um, probable favourite um, for now. They have got other issues, by the way, Spurs. I don't know if I might as well cover that now. They got um, they can go one better than Villa. They got three players missing because of international duty, and that's um, Romero, uh, Sanchez, Davinson Sanchez, and Lo Celso. Now um, of that three, um, Sanchez has been starting every game in the league. Uh, so we might see, we could see Tanganga maybe move across the centre half, and then and then either one of Emerson Royal or or, or um, uh, Matt Doherty. Now they call him Ken Doherty. There, I would be surprised if he <laughs> yeah. if he plays. Um, come in. We've also got doubt over Skip as well. Yeah. Um, uh, flag. But, um, Bergwijn, who I've just mentioned, of course, he came off with it. I think a knock for the Netherlands. Didn't seem that bad at first, but um, I've seen it reported that he he faces assessment as well. So they've got a lot of. A lot of problems there. Um, mounting up the headline, of course, is, is, is Sun. 
Yeah, okay. And Palace as well? What shape are they in? I mean, I, I think Palace are the type of team that gradually as the weeks go on, people might start to invest in. Um, but at the moment, they're a wait and see. But, you know, what, what are they like injury-wise going into this fixture? Yeah, a lot better. A lot better. They've got um, Ferguson and, and Ezio still out there, the longer-term ones. Um, they have got one of the new signers back available for this game, which is uh, Michael Alicia. We're a lot expected of him. Okay. I'm um, excited to see what, he, what he'll bring. Um, uh, they've lost Schlupp over the international break. Uh, he's the one new addition to the list. Um, but they've got, um, I think Milivojevic is back in back around the squad as well. Ooh. So they're getting um, they're getting uh, everyone back. I think Edward, the new signing, he's he's eligible to play as well. So they've got um, they've got a lot lot of options now, and turned in a pretty good performance really at West Ham. I know they were, uh, question marks over West Ham's defending that game, but um, obviously Conor Gallagher's uh, wanting to watch in that okay. 5.5 million midfield pool. Yeah, he's on on some set pieces um, as well. He is. Yeah, yeah, he took a couple. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very intriguing um, for those watching who play the Sky game. He is starting to emerge as a, as a bit of a differential um, and enabler in midfield. Um, I wonder if it won't be long before we start seeing him in some FPL teams as well. So, yeah, a player to watch. Um, Man City. Now, I started off, I was waiting a while for the tweet because it's hard to... It's hard to kind of nail down what Pep's saying. But I started with a picture yeah. of him, as I explained to Tom. I've got an angry and confused picture of Pep as a backup. So I do have a tweet to go along with the angry and conf- well, He's not that angry, but quite confused picture of Pep. He has Brazil international issues as well. So what's he been saying about them? He does. And in true Pep form, he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> um, he, he did timestamp it for us, which was very hard. He said at one thirty-five, I don't know what's happening. Um, he, uh, he's waiting for the club to, to pass him on the, the good news or the bad news. They've obviously got Jesus and, and Edison, other other two affected there. Um, I should specify at this point: it's only the players who were called up, obviously in the in the initial mm. squad. Just to sounds like I'm stating the obvious, but I did see some people asking about you know the likes of Alan and, yeah. and um, uh, others as well. But um, so yeah, they're obviously uh, lingering doubts over their availability. Mm. Injury wise, uh, pretty quiet. Uh, Stefan's isolating in the US so if Edison does miss out it's uh, the old budget favourite Scott Carson coming in for uh, maybe the one game only uh, job um, two returning players uh, not necessarily this weekend in Foden's case Foden's just returned to training yesterday I think now he's obviously been out since what the Euros so it's it's, it's been quite a while um, and even the Man City site was suggesting it comes too soon from this game De Bruyne though has been in, in training for a good while over the international break, I think first by himself, then with the the few who remain behind, and now and now in full training now, so he's got a much better chance, I think, of featuring this weekend. And I don't think they've got any any fresh issues that I've seen. So, um, providing they get Hezus and Edison clear to play, then they've got a, a nearly a full squad. Okay, so if Edison isn't playing, it could be Scott Carson playing in goal. Would we'll be right there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. as I said, there he's, he's, yeah. it sounds like he's. Um, uh, He'd be, he'd be in line to play. I think, okay. I think Pep even mentioned him so that, earlier. So, yeah. Well, well, that leads me to ask about Leicester assets. So those with the likes of, say, Barnes and Vardy, um, if there is the possibility that the 800-year-old Scott Carson is in goal <laughs> for Man City, that could be could persuade them to keep hold of those Leicester assets. But what what's happening at Leicester ahead of this match? Well, they did go win uh, 5-2 last year at the Etihad, didn't they, mm. playing, playing City? Um they yeah they've got a few they've got a few problems a few returnees as well 
Um, so let me just scroll down. Yeah, here we go. Um, Ricardo Perez, Pereira's coming through training, not quite given the 100% go ahead by Rogers. He said he's he's looked good and he's come through training. Generally suggests he's going to be all right. Um, I think it's only Justin and Fafana who are the, are the ones who are definitely out. Uh, Bertman's been past fit. Um, he's been out with COVID. Um, Vestergaard and Evans are near in a return, almost back. They are. I think they both played in a behind-closed-doors match over the mm-hmm. international break. Um, Rogers did caveat it by saying that they're not 100%, and they're going to have to see how um, sure they are in terms of, of lasting the game. We, you know, he cited the, the fact that they only get three subs, and you don't want to be, much like FBL managers, you don't want to be using a transfer no. or a sub on a defender. Um, so uh, he's um, he's going to factor that into his thinking when making a decision. Best guy you'd think makes maybe has a better chance because he he has already played this season. He was involved in game week one, has been out for as long as Evans. Um, so um, they played they played with the wing back system last year and they played Amarty in both games. So I don't think Rogers has got any any problem okay. uh, with with fielding him in this. Uh, it just could be could be one of Vestergaard or Evans back with them um, with them both nearing a return, probably from game week uh, five at the at the latest. So Amarty's probably on borrowed time. Um, game week four marks a significant uplift in Wolves fixtures. Um, so there is interest in the likes of Jimenez, but there was some concern that he might not be able to play um, because once again of these international issues uh, um, to do with Mexico. So what's the latest on Jimenez um, and his colleagues at Wolves and also is it, if there's any update from the uh, Watford camp as well? Yeah, um, this is what I alluded to in the intro. Actually, it, it sounds very good on on the um, on the Wolves front uh, with regards to Jimenez. Of course, he was um, called up by Mexico, but didn't travel because of the the red list concerns. Uh, and uh, Bruno has said this afternoon that he thinks um, everything's fine; that he's he's going to be available for selection. Um, whether or not uh, Mexico and Paraguay are, are separate. Decisions altogether to Brazil that remains to be seen, but um, maybe that does, as I say, maybe that does bode well for likes of Hezos elsewhere. But it looks like Jimenez is going to be involved. Okay. Um, Watford, you said there. Um, mm. Let me have a quick look. Uh, they've got um, Foster and Kiko Firmino are the only ones who are definitely out. Oh, okay. um, Joao, Ped- Joao Pedro's um, back involved. He's training like he's been out since mid July, so he could be he could be involved in some capacity. Um, and Ozan Tufan as well, the, the new uh, Turkish signing veteran Turk. He has been trading, I think, since midweek, so they're going to make a, a, a late call on him as well. Right, yo. Um, uh, my team, Brighton. Um, I always, uh, my prerogative here putting the pictures up is I can put a picture up here. Um, so, um, yeah, what's happened with Graham Potter? Lots of, um, every week there's, there's countless long term injuries, Lamptey, March and so on um, and then the short term niggles and it, it's, it's, it's a nightmare trying to predict his lineup. must be a nightmare <laughs> for you on the team news each week um, but has Graham Potter given us any indication of who who may be fit who might play yeah what's he been saying yeah we've got we had an update on Lamptey um, who's who always seems to be a couple of weeks away doesn't he he's been out for a year but they are targeting a, um, a return in the EFL Cup which I believe is after game week five I think so he's, he's he's already featured in a in a in a training ground game. Mm. Um, I think he played a, a, a less than a half in that match. He did yeah, about all right. twenty minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's obviously got a long way to go. So him and <laughs> him and 
Dan Byrne are, um, are the, sort of the two absentees that we know about. Um, Aaron Connolly's got a minor glute thing, but it should be fine. Um, and I think that's it. Um, Solly March is available, but Potter did say that he wasn't sure how much right. how much he could play or how much he would last. So there's obviously doubts there about the start for him. They've obviously they've obviously got Veltman back. Yeah, he played he played with with I think he played at left wing back didn't he against uh, yeah. Everton to no real effect. I think he did fairly mm-hmm. well. Um, and they've got the new lad as well, the new Spanish yes. signing. It was it was very exciting looking with um, amazing hair. Yes, yeah. I, I was thinking of. Uh, I'm trying to think of it, who he looked like. Well, um, I'll probably leave that in case it's very. He looked flat. like um, a sort uh, of a relaxed Brian May, um, a perm, yes. but sort of falling down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's um, he's got some he's got some promise with him. I had a quick look at his stats and that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, five million is a bit off putting for a Brighton defender, but um, so he, obviously March March's his fitness could sort of fast track his his route to the, the first team. I mean, there might be a bit. Careful, given what happened with um, was it Mwepo? Was it in game week one? He had a bit of a, 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 a opening day stink there, but um, I think this lad's a, a cut above really. Right, let's have a look at the uh, the rest of the fixtures um, because there are a couple of matches where there seems we haven't mentioned. Let's go with uh, Arsenal against Norwich um, because I think Arsenal being overlooked because of their poor form, but nevertheless they do have some good players and this is a great fixture so um, you know what what sort of shape are they in and what shape are Norwich in yeah you're right I mean it's it's I cite this line from late riser he said it's not about what has happened uh, it's about what will happen that's what FBL is all about you know it's um we can we can mitigate their early season performances because they've had some tough fixtures and they've had a lot of injury and illnesses uh, a lot of these players are back as well so um uh Party and Ketia, uh, Gabriel and Ben White, they're all back. Right. Now, three, three quarters of those. White, Gabriel and, and Party are obviously very sort of first team starters, you'd think, in that in that sort of uh, spine of the Arsenal side. Um, they've also got a new right back as well, Tommy Yasu, who's I think work pits come work permits come through. He's been trained today. Um uh, Smith Rowe was a slight doubt, I think, with illness. Glasnatch took a knock over the national break. I think I think Smith Rowe was training today. Um, I'll have to look into that. But I'll, he, he was, he was, Arteta said he was unwell. That's why he came back from England under 20 on duty. Uh, so he obviously still, he's still flagged at the moment. Um, Jack has suspended, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing if you're Arsenal. Um, but I think everyone else is, everyone else is fine. Okay. Um, yeah, there was a couple of questions on whether Ramsdale might come in for Leno because. Um, I think Leno's stolen on a contract and he's obviously shipped nine goals already this season. Not that it's been his fault necessarily, no. but uh, there's a potential for most of that backline to be overhauled this weekend with uh, with um, Tommy Astor, White and Gabriel coming I, back. I can imagine that in their training in the uh, dressing room, it's like, oh God, I've, you know, Leno, I've shipped nine goals and then Ramsdale's like, hold my kit, I'm ready to go on. <laughs> you wait until you see the number I concede. <laughs> yeah, so Norwich... Um, I mean, oh, yes. so, yeah, yeah. their, their sure, fixtures do turn as well after this yeah. match. So, um, could be well, you could argue that this is the start of their favourable run. Well, this could be the start yeah. of their favourable Now, I, yeah. I'm, I've got um, Williams um, in my mm. wildcard team at the moment. So, do we think he'll start? And also, if, if there is any sort of injury or, or team development news there? Yeah, I think I think he's almost certainly going to start. He's, um, he's, uh, he came in and gave me three. It came in a really good time because... Uh, Giannoulis had just had an absolute uh, stink error to Man City. I think four of the five goals came from that from that left back position, and he got hooked at half time. 
so we started then, and then and lo and behold, um, Gene Willis is, is injured now as well. So Williams has kind of got a free Ooh. free run for that left back spot at the moment. Um, the other injury is Zimmerman as well. He's out. He's a backup centre half. Kenny McLean should be fine. Uh, he's, he came back from Scotland with uh, with a minor issue, but um, I think he's been training, so Fark's confident. Josh Sargent, the other one, he's, he's came back from USA, a very late game in the USA with a hamstring strain and um, a lack of sleep on his on his flight as well. So um, uh, he's obviously a doubt for the weekend. But yeah, it's Norwich played quite well against Leicester, so um, whose who's should we be targeting for this fixture? Maybe you're right. Maybe Williams yeah. is the one to pick. Yes, um, and finally, I think we've covered every, everyone apart from Southampton against West Ham. So what news is there from down south and out east London, that is? Yep, Southampton, uh, Armstrong and Walcott. That's Stuart Armstrong, by the way. I have to specify that mm-hmm. now because we've got an Adam up front. Yep. They're both out. Um, Shane Long's isolating from COVID. And I think they've got Smallbone back in training but still not um, ready to feature. Um, it was a, it was a quote about Livermore coming back early from international duty, but uh, I don't think there was anything um, to read into that. Um, we th- we West think Ham his place is still nailed, by the way. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as saying nail. I think because they've got they've got mm. uh, Walker Peters, obviously yes. who's more natural right back. They've got Valerie as well, who's who's way down the pecking order. Mm. Walker Peters played a left back against Newcastle, and um, so I do think for now Livermore is probably a secure-ish starter. But um, when the games, you know gets packed together which I think is November December you'll probably see some rotation around then I think okay. for now there's no reason to suggest he loses his pace he's been absolutely excellent okay. um, not just defensively but a, a real creative outlet as well down the right should have had an assist against Newcastle at least one um, that horror Jeanette will miss so I don't think there's anything to worry about there for now um, West Ham uh, ended on the on a, the easiest team news of all uh, mm. Moyes Moyes didn't even make up the usual knocks and niggles excuse, oh. excuse. he just says everyone we're in good shape so we're in good shape he says this is the first time uh, since I think pre-season that he says we've got everybody available, so um, no worries at all. Antonio's hamstrings survived a quick jetting <laughs> over to Jamaica and back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by all accounts, I haven't heard anything to suggest otherwise. He's um, there was mentioned actually in Moises' press. He's been talking about how how they have to handle him carefully and, and and rightly in the right way. I suspect that means a lot of Europa League yeah. rests. Um, with with you know the likes of Bowen or Yarmolenko uh, moonlighting up front, um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, maybe it's a bit of a, a, a low key captaincy contender this week because he's um, Sartans. I think they've got one clean sheet in twenty four games, and he's not really not really been discussed. I am watched your video. I have to say, you you and Tom probably covered him a bit in that yeah. captaincy video, but. Um, He's in, he's in red hot form at the moment. He is. He he is a very good shout. I think uh, he he was on our list definitely. Uh, naturally, the likes of Ronaldo, Lukaku, yeah, Salah, of course, Antonio, um, and Aubameyang was my cheeky yeah. cheeky punt for a captaincy shout there. Um, but I think I think that's also been backed up by Tom again in uh, in an article yeah. that was out today in Fantasy Football. Yeah, differential. Um, so before we go, I just want to remind people to keep tabs on. Fantasy Football Scouts Twitter feed, um, a reliable source of news there for player and team developments and some of those um, insight into some of those manager quotes. Also, look at those team news predictions that um, Neil was doing. And I've been badgering him to put Ronaldo in, but it's up, it's up to you. It's up to you. You can put him in or not. But um, uh, And also, all the usual stats, all the usual uh, members area stuff there and articles over the next day or so before... 
deadline. So um, good luck, everyone. Uh, good luck for the more than 2,000 people that have tuned in live to watch us. Uh, thanks so much for that. Um, and um, Neil, good luck with uh, your game week as well. And you, Joe, yeah. Nice to see you. Hopefully, hopefully you catch up again soon.